Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, this is Phil and Nick Cortez, and Hammer Time begins right here, right now. We're in studio today with Brian Ritter from Zenner and Ritter. Uh, good morning, Brian. How are you today? Hey, Brian. Good. Thanks, Phil, and thanks for having me. Today our topic uh, is going to focus on carbon monoxide poisoning and how you can prevent it and uh, different symptoms you might see um, when you are exposed to too much carbon monoxide. Um, you know, a couple, topi- a couple uh, uh, easy ones, um, you know, really changing that smoke, changing that CO, uh, battery now that we're changing the clock specs today. Um, really uh, big big concerns when it comes to carbon monoxide poisoning is you really can't tell you're exposed to it until it's almost too late. Am I right, Brian? Correct. Uh, typically the symptoms for carbon monoxide exposure are parallel almost to like flu-like symptoms. So people don't realize that they're being exposed to something, especially at lower doses. They might feel nausea, fatigue, flu-like symptoms and don't realize that the carbon monoxide is the source of it. So unfortunately, sometimes you don't know that you're having an issue until it's too late. It's too late. I've also read that extreme long-term exposure um, at lower levels, they've, they've done studies that say it's linked to Parkinson's. Yeah, a number of different things, uh, memory loss and other health issues that might arise from long-term low-dose exposure. So some simple things that you can do uh, that Brian uh, is an expert, simple maintenance on your combustion appliances in the house. Right. Any combustion appliance can be a source of carbon monoxide in the house. So we often think about furnaces or our heating equipment, but you got to remember typically our water heaters too, if they're gas, propane, or oil-fired. Uh, your kitchen cooktop if, or oven, if those are gas appliances as well, any of those can emit carbon monoxide in the house. So it's important to have the detectors throughout the house, not just down in the basement. So, now, Brian, we're also coming into the heating season, obviously. So um, air filters are uh, uh, obviously something you want to keep clean. How often should you change those, and what are the effects of you, the, the issues with not changing your air filter frequently enough? Great question. And the answer is really going to depend on how much air are we moving through that filter and what type of air filter do we have in the house. So for our typical standard, you know, relatively economical one-inch disposable filter, you should be changing that at a minimum once every 90 days. If you're buying the more expensive, like 3M filtrate filters, they can be you know, somewhat expensive when you buy them at the big box retail stores, you might be looking at every 30 to 60 days. And we often caution people about buying those because they can actually be um, detrimental to the heating equipment. If you're using a forced air furnace, they can put a lot of strain on the blower motor, resulting in higher energy consumption costs and even restricting the airflow uh, and causing the system to shut down on high limit and things like that. So something as simple as the air filter, we don't often think about it that much, but it can actually create issues that in the long term could produce carbon monoxide. So if we're restricting the airflow because of a dirtier plugged filter, 
It's regularly causing the system to overheat. That can result in a failed heat exchanger or improper combustion, and that gives us the perfect recipe for carbon monoxide to come into the house. Now, I know uh, your your basic 3M uh, filter is pretty much standard on most, but how do you, can you go to the washable uh, after the fact? Yeah, you can always change out. If you have a, you know, a lot of houses have a one-inch filter slot in their forced air heating system, so they might have a 16 by 20, 16 by 25, 20 by 25. And really, you can move back and forth between any particular brand of air filter or washable or what have you. The air filter is really trying to do two things in the house. One is to make it obviously cleaner air for the inhabitants, but um, in my opinion, just as important is protecting that piece of heating equipment. We're trying to capture all the dust and debris before it makes it back into the furnace. It can cause problems inside there. So if you are using a washable filter, keep in mind that those are not forever filters. After a period of time, you just can't get everything cleaned out of there, and you're going to have to replace that as well. But the, if you're looking to achieve specific um, objectives because of having the air filter there, if there's health issues in the house, if someone's asthmatic or they have respiratory issues, they might want to look at something that's a little bit more advanced of a filter system, a 5-inch wide pleated filter, electronic air cleaner, uh, UV purification devices. So or a combination of all of those in order to achieve better air quality in the house. But is that something you can retrofit after the fact, or is that... can always retrofit it. If you're going from a 1-inch filter to a 5-inch filter, that's going to require most likely having a contractor come in Some and do that work. for you. Yeah. And one important thing to note, um, those 5-inch filters usually go inside of a metal cabinet. So they have a door mm -hmm. that you remove and slide that 5-inch wide filter in there. Um, I have seen a couple people that have actually taken 5 1-inch filters and slid them inside <laughs> there instead of a 5-inch filter. <laughs> And that's a definite no-no. Um, you're you're going to heavily restrict the airflow and cause a lot of problems with the system in doing that. Um, what about maintenance on your furnace with regards to, I mean, I, I know that basic carbon monoxide poisoning comes from fuel just not being burned completely. What what kind of maintenance do you do on these combustion appliances to ensure that that does happen? You do get full combustion. Great question again. Yeah, it's carbon monoxide. People think that every time your furnace, your hot water tank's running, it's just spewing large volumes of carbon monoxide, and they're really not. Carbon monoxide, as you indicated, comes from improper and complete combustion. So typically we're talking our burners inside the system are dirty, meaning that we're not burning the fuel at 100% and resulting in incomplete combustion. Uh, our flue is partially restricted, or we don't have enough makeup air or air for the flue to draft properly. Um, the gas pressure is set wrong on the system, so it's not delivering enough or delivering too much gas in there. So all of those things can contribute to carbon monoxide being produced as the system is operating. As it relates to a, an oven or a stove, it could be that it just hasn't been cleaned in a while. So you have a little bit of debris that spills over when you're cooking on the cooktop. That partially blocks one of the burners a little bit, so that burner isn't firing right and you don't realize it, but you're producing carbon monoxide as you're cooking SpaghettiOs for the kids. <laughs> so it, that's why we say a lot of people think about the carbon monoxide detectors. I walk into houses all the time, and they have it positioned as close as they can to the furnace or the hot water tank in the basement. You really need to have the devices throughout the house. They should be on every level of the home. Yes, near the heating equipment's important, but also in the living areas up by the bedrooms in the first floor living areas if it's a two-story house also. What about a, a direct vent fireplace? Mm -hmm. Is that, that, that should be a concern as well. I mean, it's the same concept. Correct. So, again, anything that we're burning, natural gas, propane, or fuel through through the combustion process could be a potential source. So when we look at our direct vent appliances, a lot of those are induced draft or they have a draft assist on them, which means they're pushing the, the, pushing the exhaust out of the house. But that's true of most high-efficiency furnaces, and we can still, result, uh, still have the result of carbon monoxide entering the living space when those appliances aren't operating properly. So when you come in to clean that... 
Mm-hmm. What is the process? I mean, is it you don't just take the hose out and, yeah, and hose no. it down, right? No, don't want definitely don't want to hose it down uh, with all the electronics we have in the appliances today. So usually what we're using, it depends on the state of the piece of equipment, when's the last time it's been maintained. Every manufacturer that's out there says that your combustion appliance should be maintained at a minimum once a year by a professional in, in the industry. Now, I know that most people aren't going to do that. I will be honest and tell you that I probably don't do that to my own stuff. <laughs> Me too. But it's something where it needs to be attended to on a fairly regular basis, and a lot of times we do see equipment that hasn't been touched since it went in 10, 12 years wow. ago. Yeah. So we use specialized brushes to get into the burners. Depends if it's a you know boiler system or a forced air or what type of appliance we're looking at. Uh, if there's a lot of debris built up, we might use a uh, industry specialized like soot remover and things like that to get the, the buildup off of those burners. Um, our pilot orifices and things like that, checking the gas pressure. We use digital manometers for that. And we use combustion gas analyzers to actually verify the firing rate of the appliance once it's all done. I see. Now, what about cracked, uh, you know, heat exchangers and stuff like that? I mean, that's got to be a big concern as well. And that's, you should be, a homeowner should be able to see that, correct? And know they have an issue or? Uh, Unfortunately, no. So the heat exchanger inside of a forced air furnace or a boiler system, that's not something you can visually inspect as a homeowner. And even as a contractor, we need to use a video camera or something like that to go inside there or pull the system apart to see it. So we need to use specialized testing equipment usually to identify that. But unfortunately, the cracked heat exchanger scenario is one that a lot of contractors use. I shouldn't say a lot. Some contractors use to induce fear in the homeowner to get them to buy a new system. Yeah, yeah. I got you. So but I have a question. We were, we were talking about the topic of direct vent uh, fireplaces, but um, I want to give out our phone number quick, and then I'll ask you another question regarding uh, gas fireplaces. The phone number is give us a call at 803-930-1800-616-WBEN, star 930, on your cell phone, or you can super text us at 30930. Um, so the question I have for you is, is regarding uh, vent list uh, um fireplaces gas fireplaces so what is the you know issue with that regarding carbon monoxide ventless appliances should never be used as a primary heating source in any structure that's actually a code so when we're talking about a ventless heater sometimes people buy an auxiliary heater to heat a three season room um, you know that's fine what we're going to have is those devices should or typically do have safety features built in low oxygen sensors and things like that again if they're burning properly they're not going to be dumping carbon monoxide into the space but when you have a ventless appliance, one of the other byproducts of combustion is moisture, and you're going to be introducing a large amount of moisture into that living area. Mm-hmm. So we can end up with a problem of mold or other things that start to happen inside that house if they're using a ventless appliance mm-hmm. as a primary heating source. Sometimes people get confused because they will advertise ventless appliances as 100% efficient because there's no flue. There's no exhaust going right. anywhere. So it's reintroducing everything from the combustion process back into the house. But it's not something that is a good 100% efficiency. It's you got to get that moisture out. You really do want to get those fumes out. You don't want to be building them up inside the house. So first, first, first thing you'd see would be condensation on windows, that kind of stuff, to know you're having an issue. A lot of time you'll see the condensation forming on the windows, and sometimes it'll even get to the point of starting to drip down the walls, mm-hmm. starting in the ceiling coming down. Mm-hmm. All right, again, we're here with Brian Ritter from Zenner and Ritter. Um, our numbers to give us a call are 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Star 930 on the cell phone or super text us at 30930. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back right after this. What does super text mean? Good morning, Vicki. How are you today? Good. How are you? 
The bank is celebrating its 125 years in business with specials, with great specials. Can you tell us a little bit about it, Vicki? Yeah. Um, we have a 1.25 home equity line of credit, and we also have a 1.25 money market savings account um, that we are continuing to celebrate through the end of the year. Um, but as you know, Lakeshore Savings Bank is a very community-oriented organization, and currently we are supporting the Blue Star Mothers of Western New York, accepting donations for care packages for soldiers throughout our branch system. And we have lists of items that we're accepting at any branch, so you can stop by and pick that up. And we're also um, here at the Hamburg office. We are supporting the Holiday Partnership, which donates Christmas toys to local needy children, and we are doing it on behalf of the Southtown Builders Association. So come on down and see me. That's very cool. Now, this branch is located on Main Street in uh, the village of Hamburg. Can you give us the phone number there, please? Yeah, 646-9480. Lakeshore Savings Bank, for 125 years, putting people first. You have one day, one chance to make your conservative voice and values heard. That day is election day. I'm David Bellavia, encouraging you to show your conservative pride and vote for the candidate of your choice on line C. That's all it takes to make your conservative vote matter. Say no to establishment politicians by voting on line C. Protect your right to bear arms by voting on line C. Demand smaller government and less spending by voting on line C. If you're a veteran like I am, voting line C will make your support for our military be heard loud and clear. Think your conservative vote doesn't matter in a dark blue New York state? Think again. Voting line C is all that matters because being conservative is not just a political party. Being conservative is a way of life a life of values and honor, and a life that respects our Constitution. Paid for by the Erie County Conservative Party, Ralph C. Larigo, Chairman. Do you know that smell when your furnace kicks on for the first time of the year? That smell is the dust, dead skin cells, bacteria, mold, dust mites that have settled on the heat exchanger of your furnace all summer long. Folks, the smell of all this unhealthy contamination burns off in a day or two. However, it's only the tip of the iceberg of what's remaining in your air duct system. Call Indoor Air Professionals to clean and sanitize your duct system. They are the only full-service indoor air quality company around. In addition to having the most thorough duct cleaning on the planet, they specialize in indoor air quality products that actually make you healthy and keep you healthy. Indoor Air Professionals sells the only medical-grade air purifier that has proven to kill 94 to 100% of bacteria, viruses, and mold. These products and services can really make a difference in your dust levels, allergies, asthma, and better sleeping. Call right now, 683-3000. For every breath you take. It's Bowerly for my window guys at Universal Windows Direct. When I needed replacement windows for my household, I called Universal Windows Direct, and so should you. Here's why. Right now, for a limited time, when you buy three replacement windows, your fourth is free. You buy three, you get one free. You buy six, you get two free. I think you get the picture. The more windows you buy, the more money you'll save. Call 681-9800, 681-9800 for a fast, free in-home estimate. 681-9800. This buy three, get one free offer comes with two lifetime warranties. So I think it's pretty safe to assume you'll never have to buy windows again. Don't be fooled by bait and switch, low price points to get you to buy inferior windows. Get the 
best. Call Universal Windows Direct now and get quality replacement windows with their buy three, get one free offer. Call 681-9800, 681-9800, 681-9800. It's a great value. Universal Windows Direct. Hey, members of the Value Club, listen up. Here's why I tell you what's coming up on special starting tomorrow at that hardware store on your corner. That's right, there is a value in your neighborhood, and they're anxious to help you get your home ready. For the upcoming holidays, it's the Shop Easy Save Big Sale, and I've got Tarquette Solutions Laminate Flooring going on sale for you. Made in the USA, AmeriCorps, 100% hardwood, 20-year warranted, 8 millimeters thick, and it's on sale, folks. For $0.99 cents a square foot, no glue needed. Comes in Mountain Oak, Bayfield Walnut, Prairie Walnut. It's from Tarquette. It's made in the USA, and it's available at every Value Home Center. Stop in today. Tell them Dominic sent you in to check out the Tarquette and save big. During the Shop Easy Save Big Sale at Value Home Centers, where you can shop easy, shop value. Hammer time. Welcome back to Hammer Time. Again, the number to reach us is 803-0930 outside of the 716-1800-616 WBEN. Or you could uh, give us a call at star 930. Um, we do have a call from Ken in Pendleton, and he has a question about a fireplace. Good morning, Ken. How are you today? Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. I heard that I heard you talking about ventless fireplaces, and I just uh, put in a log set in my wood-burning fireplace. And you were talking about humidity, but in the winter, in the heating season, isn't the humidity way down so that some people use a humidifier to humidify their house? So why would uh, creating humidity through a ventless fireplace be bad for your house? Good question. So with the ventless appliance, again, it would be more of an issue if you're running it all the time. If you decided you're no longer going to use your central heating appliance, you were going to use that ventless log set as the only heat source in the house and it was running during the majority of the day, that's where you're going to see you're going to start to develop the problem, especially in the room where the appliance is located. The dryness that we get in the house in the wintertime is typically associated with air infiltration. So it's the outdoor air leaking in through cracks and crevices in the house and it has a very low relative humidity. So when we get it in the wintertime and we're heating the air in the house, we end up with that dry air, so sometimes we add a humidifier or do something else to condition the air to make it a little bit more comfortable and uh, improve the air quality. But So it's not bad to add a little bit of moisture. You just don't want to run it to the point of you start seeing condensation forming on the windows or the walls. I see. So people would use a ventless fireplace as their primary heat source? Uh, we have seen situations like that where they say, you know what, this is the room that I spend the majority of my time in, so I'm going to turn off the the main heating source, and I'm just going to run this all day long. I like the way it looks, and I like the way it feels in this room, and that's where you're going to start to develop a problem. But there's other ventless heaters out there that you can buy through big box retail stores, and sometimes people buy those. They're furnace brakes. They buy one of those because it's very economical, put it on the wall, and within a, a relatively short period of time, they would have a pretty serious mold issue in the house. Can I ask you one more question about it? Sure. I have a flat screen TV uh, above the fireplace, one of those big flat screens, and I'm afraid the ventless fireplace is going to create too much heat for the flat screen and uh, shorten its life. I was wondering if a blower would be in order. 
Well, if you're going to use anything like an, a blower to move the air from the ventless fireplace, make sure that it's something that is approved or authorized by the manufacturer. They might have a kit that you can add for your system, but you don't want to just um, affect the airflow dynamic of the gas-air-fuel mixture on that ventless appliance by running a big fan or something like that in front of it. So, and as far as the, you know, the heat going up, if it's going up, you know, up around a mantle and hitting a TV or something like that, um, with a typical gas log set, the BTUs aren't usually that high where it's going to have a dramatic impact on uh, something like the television. Well, I thank you very much for your time. Have a great weekend. All right. Thank you, Ken. Ken hangs up, and that opens up a line for you. Again, the phone numbers to give us a call are 803-0930, 1-800-616-WBEN. Star 930 on the cell phone, or you can super text us at 30930. Talking about super text, we have one right now. The question is, uh, please discuss the steps involved to winterize a high-efficiency furnace and the risks, Brian. Okay. So now we know what a super text is. So <laughs> That's right. as far as your high-efficiency furnace, if we're, whether we're talking a boiler or a forced air furnace, Typically, those are going to vent in PVC pipes direct through the sidewall of the house. So that's where you see those white PVC pipes penetrating through, usually anywhere from about 12 inches to 24 inches above grade on the outside of the house. So one of the things you want to make sure of is, you know, all summer long, the plants have been growing outside, or if it's my house, the weeds. Um, <laughs> make sure those vents are clear. There's nothing that's grown up and is restricting the air moving in and out of those vents. Um, sometimes I've even seen where, you know, a young child was in the backyard and they shoved something over the top of the pipe or something like that, or a bag blew and is partially restricting one of the pipes. So make sure those are clear on the outside of the house because the appliance will not fire or should not fire if one of those pipes is blocked. Um, the, on the inside of the house, we, we already talked about filter changes. So as a homeowner, the biggest thing you can do is make sure that that filter is clean and clear. Um, beyond that is from the homeowner perspective, Probably the last thing they could look at on a high-efficiency appliance is the drain. High-efficiency appliances are condensing gas furnaces or condensing boilers, so they're generating moisture as they run. There's a drain coming off of them. You want to make sure that that drain is clear, it's not restricted, and water's not backing up inside the appliance. Other than that, there are a lot of steps that the manufacturers will list. Unfortunately, a lot of it's not something that would typically be recommended for a homeowner to approach. Right. All right. I know I had a uh, an issue with a bird um, actually climbing in the... the uh, the PVC line to the uh, furnace. Um, I know they say you shouldn't put anything like chicken wire over that, but is that really a no-no or is that something you could do? That's uh, actually really a no-no. So <laughs> it's not often that we see an animal or debris getting inside one of those pipes. Uh, the problem with putting any kind of screening over the exhaust pipe of a high-efficiency appliance is, again, because it's very moisture-rich exhaust that we're pushing through those pipes. As it's running, those water droplets are going to build up on that screening. When the appliance shuts down, if it's below freezing outside, those water droplets are going to freeze. Now all of a sudden we have a partial restriction on that pipe, and the appliance may not fire off again due to a pressure switch, a safety switch inside the furnace. So if you're going to do anything on those, the most I've ever seen recommended is almost taking like one piece of fishing line or wire and go from top to bottom with one, and left to right with one. So just so nothing can, that's actually, but, I'm, I'm uh, going to do that when I get home. But it's, it's, <laughs> I will tell you that it's very rare that we encounter that. Yeah. Um, we have to go to the news. We have a few people on hold. We'll get to you right after the break. It's 1030 from the WBEN Newsroom. I'm Mike Baggerman. Here's your top stories. The child who was struck by a bus Friday afternoon has passed away. 
Alyssa Fuller is the name of the girl, and her family has set up a GoFundMe page, which has already raised over $20,000. You can find the GoFundMe page on WBEN.com. The incident occurred at North Buffalo and West Main Street. Yesterday evening, the Springville Superintendent Kimberly Moritz released a statement saying it was a tragic accident and the district will have crisis counselors available for students, faculty, staff, and families who need assistance until noon today. The Erie County Sheriff's Office continues to investigate the incident. The Dillon Courthouse will become Buffalo's public safety complex. The Buffalo News first reports that the city is in the process of purchasing the building and revitalizing it into a combined police and fire headquarters that will also host some of the city's data operations. The city told the Buffalo News that it's expecting to close on the property later this month. Daylight savings time is ending, and it's back to standard time for most people in the United States. The annual fall ritual means turning back your clocks by one hour and enjoying an extra 60 minutes of sleep this weekend. The change comes at 2 a.m. local on Sunday, and daylight savings time returns at 2 a.m. local on Sunday, March 12th. The WBEN First Alert forecast is calling for a very pleasant weekend. Sunshine throughout today, tomorrow, and even into Monday. Today, a high of 57. Tonight, a low dropping into the lower 40s. Tomorrow, a high of 55, and it'll be 60 degrees on Monday. Currently, mostly clear and 49 degrees in Buffalo. I'm Mike Baggerman, News Radio 930, WBEN, and WBEN.com. Follow us on Twitter. We're at News Radio 930. <laughs> Twin City Glass, for five decades now, they've been the experts in the room of your house that everybody sees at one time or another. Yeah, it's your bathroom. Twin City is the name you know and trust. Since 64, they have built their success on one simple mission, making you, their customer, happy. Come check out their huge showroom with full life-size displays, not mock showers on a wall. You can touch the displays, you can stand on them, you can see how the door swings. Look over the many available colors, types of hardware, like Basco, Shower Doors of Elegance. It's the best way to get a real feel for the quality. Now, whether it's installing bath enclosures and shower doors or crafting custom glass and mirror products, Twin City would all make it all hassle-free for you, considering that 90% of their new business comes from referrals. Hey, they must be doing something right. To learn more, give my friends at Twin City a call. 694-3300. Stop by their, uh, their incredible 3,000-square-foot showroom in Willitzer Park or check them out online at TwinCityGlass.com. Either way, you reach out to them. Tell them Dominic sent you to Twin City Glass. Roofing season is upon us. Whether you're a do-it-yourselfer, professional builder, contractor, or property manager, you can count on airtight wholesale building materials to have one of the widest selections of professional-grade roofing materials for almost any kind of roof. Whether you have a low-slope roof or a steep-slope roof, installing a new roof or doing small repairs, Airtight's knowledgeable and experienced staff will help you choose the products that will work best for you. Choose products from brand names such as Owens Corning, IKO, Carlisle, Polyglass, and Carnac, to name just a few. Airtight will deliver your material where and when you need it. Rooftop delivery is also available. Don't wait for your roof to leak this winter. Get your new roof or make those repairs now. Purchase professional-grade roofing materials from Airtight Wholesale. Stop by at 8645 Roll Road in Clarence Center Mondays through Saturdays or call for details, 741-2127. 741-2127. Airtight Wholesale Building Materials. Wholesale savings for any size project. Hi, it's Dominic Cortese, and as a listener of Hammer Time, you know the guests on the show are experts in their fields. 
One of those experts is Greg Naples, owner of American Clearwater. I had the privilege to experience this firsthand when Greg came over to my house to inspect the system I've had for years. I'm glad he did because he did a complete inspection of our system and gave us peace of mind that we have safe water for our family to consume. If you're unsure if your home's water is safe to drink, Call for a free water analysis. It's a simple water test that will show you what's in your water and if there's any harmful levels of contamination. They offer same-day service, and the test is free. American Clear Water filters and purifies the existing water you have coming through your home through water conditioning, water purification, water filtration, and reverse osmosis systems. AmericanClearWaterWNY.com. Call for your free water analysis at 626 0335 the choice is clear. American Clearwater, 626-0335. If you want a deal on carpets and floors, then you definitely want to get to Buffalo's Best Carpet and Floor Showroom's Carpet Smart Mill Outlet. It's Buddy Shula here, and for a limited time, Carpet Smart is making deals on every type of carpet and flooring that's in stock, reminding you that Carpet Smart has more in-stock carpets and floors than just about any other floor store in New York State. If it's in stock, you'll get an incredible deal choose from everything nothing held back if it's in stock you'll save big time in stock remnants carpet rolls area rugs vinyl and laminate if it is in stock you will get a tremendous deal right now during these make a deal days at carpet smart buy anything in stock right now carpet smart offers professional installation just in time for the holidays if you're thinking about new carpeted floors for your home you'll never find a better time to get to carpet smart walden avenue in chictawaga across from the new walmart at niagara falls boulevard at the 290 in Tonawanda. Don't buy carpet dumb, buy carpet smart. Carpet smart. A fingerprint here and a smudge there. Hey, let's face it, walls get dirty. Don't let dirt drive you up the wall. Fight back with Dutch Boy Dirt Fighter Interior Paint plus Primer. Hey, it's Dominic Cortez, your man from improvements, and I must tell you that the Paint Plus Primer feature allows you to paint directly over previously painted surfaces or even uncoated drywall without using a separate primer. Dirt Fighter Paint Plus Primer goes on easy. It provides you excellent coverage and a durable, washable finish. Dirt Fighter Paint Plus Primer fights dirt and stains and includes a lifetime warranty. With thousands of colors to choose from, you'll find one that is just right for you. Plus, the twist and pour container makes your painting project easier. Twist open the top and you're good to go. Beautify your home. Win the battle against dirt and stains. With Dutch Boy Dirt Fighter Interior Paint Plus Primer, make that short trip to your local Value Home Center store, your Dutch Boy Paint headquarters, to purchase Dutch Boy Dirt Fighter Paint Plus Primer today. And like I always say, shop quick, shop easy, shop value. Hammer time! Welcome back to Hammer Time. Again, the number to reach us, 803-0930. Outside of Buffalo, 1-800-616-WBEN. Cell calls at star 930 or super text at 30930. We are going to go to the phones. Uh, we have Marty in Cheektowaga. How are you today, Marty? Hey, I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing? Good. What good, can we do you? for you? Okay, I got a quick question. I've got an oil furnace in my garage. It's a small garage, 100,000 BTU oil furnace. And I've had one for years. I'm almost six years old. All the sailing in my garage. Now I'm for diesel fuel. Now I'm in a small house in Chicago, where I should stay garage. And I was just curious if I can get away with the vent pipe going up. It's going straight up about six feet out of the out of the roof in the garage. Mm-hmm. Yes, as far as the pipe I could use. 
Okay, so my understanding of the question is, can you substitute diesel fuel for oil in the oil furnace you have in your garage? Yeah, I've been doing, I've been just using diesel fuel because I only use about 20 gallons a year. Okay, and you see a lot of people do that sometimes as a short-term substitution. Um, you know, again, it would be specific to the specifications of that particular appliance. You know, it's not heating a living space, technically, you're heating the garage. So there are certain code requirements if you were ever to replace that appliance, it, uh, you know, what you should do to, in order to protect the heating appliance inside the garage. As far as the height of the flue above the roof, um, it, you really want to have that flue pipe extend a certain distance above the roof line or above the peak of the roof, depending on the, what the design of the roof is. So, you know, it, it is something where you can run an oil appliance that way if you're using it on a limited basis, but it's... You know, again, it's always best to use the appliance the way that it was originally intended to be used with the fuel source that was intended to be used. And with the oil, make sure that you have, you know, your fuel nozzles and everything else uh, down in the furnace that have been maintained, cleared out, and yeah. uh, dressed. Well, I've been around this for 30 years. This furnace happens to be 12, 15 years old, but I've been using one since I've been a teenager. So I'm well aware of the, you know, the functioning and the cleaning of the oil. But I just, like I said, I've been in a lot of three years. And this is the first winter. I'm going to hook this up. I got a six 12 inch pitch, and I'm just trying to find a correct flange for the six inch duck foot. One of the ones that starts out over at the bottom, at the base of the furnace, and then goes straight up. I'm about four foot from the furnace to the to the garage roof, and I just want to make sure. Now, if I should use all fuel pipe or vent pipe, or I'll tell you, you know, just to tell you in the city, I just use old fashioned regular. Help a nice pipe with a couple angles, and I've never had a problem. Oh, yeah. You definitely want to stay away from uh, just using a single-walled pipe, especially when you're going through any kind of wood structure. Uh, so you want to make sure that you, maybe you're using a thimble for where that vent penetrates through the roof, or at the very least a double-walled pipe like you mentioned, a B-vent-style pipe. And then as far as the length and the pitch of the pipe, it's you know kind of hard without being there on site looking at it, but it's something you want to make sure you're following the specifications of that particular product. But that's all I was just worried, worried about because uh, in the past I just used single wall, basic old uh, six-inch pipe, and it, I've never had a problem. But just want to be safe out here. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you use the right materials, and then you shouldn't have a problem. All right, great. Thank okay, you. thanks, Marty. Thanks, Marty. Uh, we are going to go to Mary Lou in Orchard Park. Good morning, Mary Lou. How are you? Wrong button. Hold on. Good morning, Mary Lou. Mary Lou, are you there? I am. How are you today? I'm doing fine, thank you. What can we do for you? Uh, my confusion about light bulbs. Okay. Uh, I need a light bulb to be able to rebuy something bright enough. And with these new light bulbs, uh, they don't do it. And I have purchased uh, uh, tubes that are long. I have purchased tubes that are curly. And none of them seem to work the way that the old hundred bulb used to work. What kind of fixture are you putting this into? Bring them into a regular. Just a regular bulb, and you've tried uh, <laughs> CFLs, uh, and you don't like them, or? Well, I don't like that blue lamp. The blue lamp, me neither. Um, the newer LED bulbs, they are bright, but they make do make some that don't have that stark white bright light. Um, the first generation. Um, I know in my office we put the, the LED lights in, and when that bright blue bounced off my the papers I was working on my desk, it hurt my eyes actually. Exactly. Now they have in the newer generation of LEDs that um, don't come out 
like LEDs. They actually have a warmer hue to them, and they are still bright. Um, so I would go to you know your local box store and and just ask questions about different options with LED. They don't uh, seem to know there either. They don't. <laughs> then maybe I would go to to uh, a, a Shanor or uh, or a Royal Light or something like that where they they specialize in lighting. Okay, now if that helps. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, the uh, difference in using a regular uh, lamp that I use that I've used for 20 years uh, does that? Someone had told me I had to get all new lamp, uh, fixtures to put the bulbs in that they don't fit. Uh, no, that shouldn't be. The the screwing in part has yeah. stayed the same. That shouldn't that shouldn't change at all. Yeah. So, and, and you know, I don't really care if they last 15 years. I just want <laughs> I'm with you on that. <laughs> All right. I'm with you on that, too. I, like I said, that first LED bulb I, I, I put in my office, I said, nope, never. I'm not going to use these. But they've gotten better. I will give them that. And, uh, you know, if you, if you catch someone at the boxers that know what they're talking about, they'll be able to steer, they will be able to steer you in the right direction. But if not, I would go to someone that specializes in that. Okay, fine. All right. Thanks, Mary Lou. Have a nice day. All right. Bye now. Mary Lou hangs up, and that opens up the line for you. Again, the number is 803-0930. Outside of Buffalo, 1-800-616-WBEN. Cell calls, star 930 or supertext at 30930. Uh, We have time for one more call from David before we go to a break. Good morning, David. How are you? Hi. Yeah, those bulbs will fit in in her lamp, but the lampshade won't work anymore oh that's a good point <laughs> what she's, she's referring to and and to get around her problem when the big box stores were selling out of the old bulbs i bought hundreds of them and they're in the basement there you go you want to tell us how we can get those from you are you in craigslist or something like that <laughs> that's the only thing i ever investment i ever made that might go up <laughs> really hey i got two questions if i could do i have time on my furnace yeah, absolutely uh, when I bought the house, it had a, a Honeywell electrostatic air cleaner, which was not working and looked like it would be a nightmare to maintain. So I pulled the two grids out and got rid of the connector strips, and it worked perfect to, to slide in, a tw- I think it's 20 by 25 by 5, uh, the Ar- Arctic Bear filters, completed mm-hmm. filters. Mm-hmm. How often should I change that thing? Uh, again, that's going to come down to how what the environments like in the house you know we have pets do we have dogs do we have smokers how many square feet how much air are we moving through it but what i would tell you to do is check it kind of like we're talking about with the carbon monoxide detectors and the smoke detectors every time you're changing the clocks check that five inch pleated filter you might be able to get a whole year through it but if we have a if you have air conditioning and we have a warmer summer like we did this year you're most likely going to be changing that twice a year and what you're doing is perfectly fine as long as you have the power disconnected from that box they actually marketed that uh, air cleaner box that way disconnected yep so as long as the power is disconnected you pulled out the pre-filters post filters and those big cells out of there yep. you're perfectly fine just using that um, disposable media filter that using the five inch wide one and i i put and by the way after even six months you pull it out it hardly you can hardly even see any graying on the inlet side of it you know mm-hmm. so i guess i was changing it too often and and i put the felt strips uh the, with the adhesive around everything so it's sealed so the air can't go around it Gotcha. Okay. uh, My other question, uh, the main, I don't know the terminology, the main duct that that leaves the heater, there's two of them. One goes to the end of the house without a a foundation, without a basement. But the one that services the end of the house with with the basement, um, I looked in there to see how dirty it was. Uh, I took a vent down. And it's insulated on the inside. Have you ever seen that before? 
Uh, yeah, at one point that used to be more common in the industry and still is sometimes in commercial applications, but it's usually where you have the ductwork outside of the building envelope, meaning that the ba- the ductwork's not in the basement. Yeah. So it's it's not something that your house would be the only house that is that way, but it's uh, you know it, it does create some issues as far as duct cleaning and things like that. You could guys couldn't they said we'd have to rip all that out, and I says oh no, I'm not ripping the whole basement apart. You know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm with you with that. That would be a bigger project. They quilted. Uh, material about a half inch thick inside. Maybe it's uh, to avoid condensation when you use the air conditioner? Well, the same thing could be achieved by putting it on the inside or the outside of the ductwork. So, you know, ideally at some point it would be to get that material out of there and just go with either insulating on the outside or not insulating that ductwork at all because it is inside the building envelope. Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, thanks for the call, Dave. Okay, uh, uh, David hangs up here. It opens up a line for you. Number again, 803-0930, outside of the 716-1800-616-WBN. Cell calls at star 930 or super text at 30930. We'll be back after this. It is officially fall. If your heat has not been on yet, will it will be this weekend and force... Even the diehards to turn on their heat and smell that awful smell from their roasting garbage of roasting garbage. It's dead since skin cells, dead mu- dust mites, construction debris, dead animal and remains, dust mite feces. Ew, that's all loaded in your ductwork. Indoor air professionals want you and your family breathing easier and experiencing less dust in your house. Peter Gordon joins joins me on the live line. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Phil. Yeah, that's a great description of what's going on there. But what gets us up every day at Indoor Air is the fact that this time of year, people say, yeah, suddenly, like I got bad allergies and sinus and stuff like that. They forgot about that. And it only makes sense when you think about every person alive sheds 50 million dead skin cells a day and all that ends up in your ductwork along with construction debris and everything else it's just amazing and so when we you get a thorough duct cleaning and i emphasize that uh because most of it is not very thorough you can get great health results and uh so today we have uh uh a guy who's just an amazingly uh sharp indoor air quality expert and uh we gave him a Vulcan mine transplant six months ago, and not only is he an expert, but he's a super nice guy. So I want you to call Tim Miller today, and he's going to uh, get you a great deal, especially if you book in December. Um, but don't forget, they're senior military law enforcement and preferred customers. If you've used our service before, you get that top echelon of the discount. And uh, generally, there's only a couple spots left before Thanksgiving. So if you're thinking about getting your duct clean, you better call today if you want it before Thanksgiving. What's the number we can reach you at, Peter? Okay, it's 683-3000. That's 683-3000. And Tim will be your guy today. Thanks again, Peter. Okay, thanks a lot. If you want to shop smart at a store with great low prices, great people, and a great location right in your neighborhood, shop easy. Shop Value Home Centers. 
Univera Healthcare is helping Western New Yorkers keep costs low with their $0 premium Medicare plan and their new $0 tier 1 generic drug benefit covers over 50 drugs. Plus, their new telemedicine service will save you time when you can't get in to see your doctor. Medicare doesn't have to strain your budget with a plan from Univera Healthcare. Their local advisors are ready to walk you through your options at 1-800-697-0700 or in person at local seminars and mobile office hours. Call 1-800-697-0700 today. Univera Healthcare, real people who really care. You must continue to pay your Medicare Part B premium. Pharmacy benefits on most 2017 plans include a $0 copayment for Tier 1 preferred generic drugs when provided in network. The formulary, pharmacy network, and or provider network may change at any time. You will receive notice when necessary. No cost pricing may vary by plan. Please check the summary of benefits for plan details. Their health plan complies with all applicable federal civil rights laws and does not discriminate on the basis of race, color, national origin, age, disability, or sex. The holidays are coming, but before you put up the decorations that welcome your friends and family to your home, you may want to take a look at your carpet. I'm Donna Skilfaro, owner of Carpet Care Services. Call Carpet Care Services at 706-0003. Holidays are a great time to clean. We have guests in our home. We want to make sure that we present our home as being clean. Carpet Care Services will give you a carpet cleaning up to impress you and your guests. We use a neutralizing rinse through our machine. We eliminate the residue so that your carpets will stay cleaner longer. We also use softened water so that gives us better cleaning ability in your home. It will leave your carpets softer. You can count on the experts at Carpet Care Services to have your carpets looking their best. Call them today, 706-0003. Call us. We're available all the time. Let us help you. Start preparing your home for the holidays by calling 706-0003. That's 706-0003 for Carpet Care Services. I'm here again with Dean Jackson from Keller Chevrolet at the Keller Corner in Cheektowaga. Dean, I hear Keller and Chevrolet have teamed up for the Black Friday sales event this month. That's right, Todd, and it starts now. Avoid the chaos, folks. The tremendous deals are on all month long at Keller. Our plan is simple. We need to sell every 2016 left in our inventory in November, and we will. Dean, what's the plan? We've got all the bases covered, Todd. How about 0% financing for 72 months on all the 2016 vehicles? in stock now through November 11th. And if I don't want to finance? Todd, how about rebates up to 20% plus massive Keller discounts? You want a lease? We've got you covered. You want pre-owned? We've got you covered. 0% financing, rebates to 20%, Keller discounts, great leases, and pre-owned. Dean, what a guy. No, it's Charlie, what a guy. 0% financing on approved credit, up to 20% on tag units, while supplies last. See dealer for complete details. Find new roads at Keller Chevrolet, 3600 Genesee at Union in Cheektowaga. Let me ask you an important question. Do you trust your sump pump? Well, if you don't answer unequivocally, I do, Dominic, then listen up. Because I want you to stop into Value Home Centers today and take a walk down the Flowtech aisle. That's right, Flowtech at each and every Value Home Centers. For over four decades, Flowtech has been a leader in manufacturing a dependable, easy-to-install sump pump. And they've offered them to you with industry-leading warranties. If your sump pump needs to be replaced or if you just don't trust yours anymore, I recommend Flowtech sump pumps. Flowtech makes a wide variety of pumps to fit our needs here in Western York. They are heavy-duty, they are built to last, and as I said, they're at every Value Home Centers. Stop in today. The knowledgeable staff will take you down the Flowtech aisle and help you choose the right pump for you, upright or submersible. They're all there. Hey, let's face it, we'll get all used one less thing to worry about. So be prepared with a reliable sump pump and keep your basement dry. Flowtech is at Value Home Centers. Well, you can shop easy. Shop value. Oh, 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 Stop. Hammer time. Go. 
Welcome back to Hammer Time on WBN. Uh, again, we're here with Brian Ritter. we got a few minutes left. We'll go right to the phones. We have uh, Dave on his cell phone. Hey, Dave, how you doing? Hi. A uh, couple questions. Sure. How, do you change the filter more often during the winter or during the summer on your furnace using air versus the heat? Uh, typically, what's going to happen is you're probably going to be operating the blower fan in the furnace more during heating season. So we have more consistent cold weather, unfortunately, than we have hot weather in the summer. This summer, this past summer being the exception. So normally you're probably going to need to change it more during the winter months, but in a summer like we just had, you're probably going to change it equally throughout the summer and the winter months. The previous caller mentioned that when it starts to look you know, gray, you don't want to wait to the point where that filter looks like it's disgusting. You want to get it out of there before you can really see that everything is plugged up and it's nasty. So stick to a regular schedule. Don't do it so much visual. Do it based on every three months or something like that and try and keep that habit. Okay, and on that furnace, I got a damper. So it should be opened or closed in the winter. Uh, what is the damper going to? I believe it's going up to the flue. <clears throat> uh, okay, so if there is a, a damper on the flue coming from the heating appliance to the chimney, it usually should be an automatic damper that's wired into the appliance. If it's not, that flue... It has a manual. It's got a manual flapper damper, and I know I had issues with it once with my air conditioning. And I believe it's supposed to be closed in the winter for, I mean, the summer for air conditioning and open for the winter, but I'm not 100, I couldn't remember. Okay, yeah, and if it is if it is on the flue, so if it's on the exhaust for that gas appliance, you want to make sure that that is always open. And I would recommend that any time that you close that, if there is in fact one there, make sure the gas is shut off to that gas appliance so someone doesn't accidentally turn it on and that flue is blocked. Okay, because, I mean, it was professionally installed and, uh, Another question, one other question is these heaters, and I know you, you say they create moisture and everything else, these temporary propane ones that some people use all the time. I have a camp where my predominant heat is a wood-burning stove, which is dry. We all know it's dry heat. Mm -hmm. would, I, would it be nobody wants to get up and stoke the fire in the middle of the night? So if I was to use one of these during the middle of the night, would they sort of like offset each other, the heat, I mean the damp dry versus dampness and... Yeah, it might. You might get a little bit of a benefit out of operating that appliance. And like you said, it would be for a limited basis, just overnight, so someone's not stoking the fire. If it's a camp, I don't know, is it is the camp super tightly insulated, or is it kind of a looser construction? What's the insulation like? Heck no. This building's over 100 years old. Okay. So, yeah, you're not going to be probably building up a lot of moisture in there anyways. You have a lot of infiltration coming from outdoor air moving into that structure. But it's not going to be a problem for you to use it on a limited basis like you described. And do let me ask you this other question because nobody seems to know is will they run off a twenty pound tank? Uh, that is something I don't know. It's going to be based on the actual appliance itself as far as the pressure that it needs. The issue that you have with using a smaller volume tank is when you have propane, propane's liquid inside the tank, and you're trying to get that propane to turn from liquid to gas in order to use it in the appliance. If you don't have enough surface area, which is enough. Uh, contact space between the air in the tank and the liquid in the tank, you can't get it to turn into gas at very cold temperatures. So usually that's why you're looking for a little bit bigger of a tank, because once you get below those freezing temperatures, the appliance won't operate because it's not evaporating. You're not turning from liquid to gas. So propane tank is low pressure? Uh, propane coming into the structure is usually going to be higher pressure than natural gas. 
But again, what we're looking for is we need our liquid propane inside the tank to convert to gas in order to be used in the appliance. So you need to have a big enough volume inside that tank that enables that process to happen at lower temperatures. Okay, I thank you very much. Thanks, Dave. We have time for one more quick call from Maria in Cheektowaga. I have here that you have a question regarding fruit fees, but that can't be right, right? Fruit flies. Fruit flies, okay, fruit flies. How you doing, Maria? I, I I was listening to your you know father yes last week. Okay. A lady lady called and she said she had fruit flies on her a cupboard um, by her cupboard, but she had no fruit around. And he told her to do something, and she forgot what he told her. Okay. Here's what I do. I take a glass and I pour a little wine in it, and they <laughs> they they get drunk, and they they all they love the wine. <laughs> And they just kind of get stuck in there, and it works great. But if you have something better, that let us know. Uh, another remedy that I've used is apple cider vinegar. You put that in a dish, put go. cellophane over the top, poke some holes in it so they can crawl through the holes to get in, but they won't be able to get back out. Oh, put uh, apple cider and put uh, uh, saran wrap on it? Yep, saran wrap and then poke some holes in it. So apple cider vinegar in a dish, and you can position a few of those around, and it'll attract the uh, fruit flies into there. And where are they coming from? Do you have any idea? I don't know. Do you have any uh, fruit plants in your house? No. Okay. I have a I have a couple of friends that have that issue. They have a, a lemon tree in their house, and they actually I don't know where they come from, but they are attracted to that okay. to the plant. Um, yeah. But I I couldn't tell you where they come from. Uh, look for potatoes too. Sometimes people find an old bag of potatoes they forgot about in the bottom of the pantry, <laughs> and that will draw them in also. Okay, I'll try that. Thanks a lot. Okay. All right. Thank thanks, you, Maria. All right, we want to thank, uh, we have uh, just about 30 seconds left here, uh, and we want to thank Brian Ritter for coming in. It was enjoyable to have you here. Um, you got anything else you'd like to say, Bri? Uh No, not too much. Just, you know, as far as the homeowner perspective, just make sure that the, twice a year we're doing our clock change right now. We'll do it again in March. Check the batteries on those detectors, carbon dioxide and smoke, and keep an eye on those air filters. If you have a forced air heating system, that's the... Biggest thing you can do is keep that filter clean. It'll keep the system operating at peak efficiency and less strain. All right, great. Uh, and, again, Phil and I will be here with you next week as well. But we want to say thank you for listening. Uh, and, again, remember, life may be hard by the yard, but by the inch, it's a cinch. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on What's in Your Podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.